morning again. Today, although this tape indicates it was recorded in October of 1981, in reviewing the tape I find that uh, it was so poorly recorded that I need to do it again. So it's now the 2nd of December and I will go back and try to pick up where I left off uh, back in October when I was recording this. At the time I was talking about my call to the mission field and I was mentioning the fact that I received my call up at box 72 in Newton and uh, <coughs> I opened my letter and it read northern Mexico and I was frightened yet surprised yet unhappy yet happy uh, my desire was to go away a long long ways away but not to have to learn a foreign language I like the idea of going to a foreign country, but I was petrified at the idea of having to learn Spanish. And <clears throat> therefore, I had mixed emotions about uh, my call to uh, northern Mexico. But as time progressed, I... Stand by a sec. As I was saying, until I was interrupted by the traffic, um, <clears throat> As time progressed, I convinced myself that, yes, the Lord knew what he was doing, what he was doing, and he had called me to an area where he wanted me to serve, and I would enjoy it, and I did very much. From Newton, I eventually entered the mission home in Salt Lake City for a week and then from there on to Provo to the language training mission to spend the next three months learning, trying to learn as best I could some Spanish. And it was a difficult time in my life. It was very, very hard. Uh, I believe I can truthfully say that the three months that I spent at Provo were the most difficult and yet were the three months that I worked the hardest than I had ever worked, I think, in my entire life. I struggled and struggled and struggled just to keep at the bottom of my class, almost. In fact, before it was over in the LTM, they had taken about ten of us from various zones and classes of us that were having great difficulty with Spanish and formed a, a group and worked especially with us. And about four of those ten eventually ended up going to missions other than Spanish-speaking missions. So it was difficult and I had trouble, but I worked very, very hard. And I remember getting up earlier in the morning than anyone else. I remember every opportunity that I had while shaving, while eating, everything, I would go over in my mind the things that I had been learning with regard to the lesson plans or phrases or something of that nature. And as I look back on the experience that I had in the LTM, I, I'm glad I had that experience. I learned a lot. Uh, it forced me to to really put my shoulder to the wheel and I can truthfully say that I accepted the challenge and, and did just that. 
Now the LTM, of course, wasn't all work and, and no play. We, I believe, twice a week would go over to the uh, gym, one of the gymnasiums there at the Y, and play basketball for an hour or two. And that would help relieve the pressure somewhat. And then Saturdays were off days. We'd get up and have tests on Saturday morning, and then the rest of the day we had kind of to ourselves. We would go downtown into Provo and shop around and uh, sometimes go to a movie. I had great companions while I was at Provo. The one that I remember, I guess, the best was an elder Jacobson from Massachusetts, as I recall. A little short, chubby fellow who was going to the Southeast Mexican Mission. And he and I hit it off real well. Uh, he was a, a real character, funny guy, and had that New England accent that uh, even stuck with his Spanish as he spoke it. And we spent uh, a lot of time uh, talking, working together. And as I mentioned, uh, we got along real well. Eventually, the LTM experience came to an end, and it was time to head to the mission field. I remember going back up to Salt Lake and meeting with my parents and with Kathy for the last time before I flew off. And it was a tearjerker, a very, very difficult experience. And again, as I look back on it now, I have fond memories of, of my parents, and I remember Kathy as we parted. The understanding that we had was that hopefully she wouldn't get married while I was gone and that she would still be available at least when I got back, but I didn't expect her to sit around on, on her thumbs and wait for me to, to go on a mission and return. We had a good relationship. Uh, I think we thought we loved each other, but we weren't quite sure. And the two-year mission experience, I believe, was a time when both she and I could figure out in our minds and in our lives whether or not the thing that we had going was, was good or not so good. We wrote to one another fairly religiously and uh, when I did come home, Kathy was not quite married, and we began dating again. The last time I suppose I saw my mother was at that time when I left for the mission field. She had uh, passed away a few weeks before I returned from the mission field. But to talk about the mission for a little while, and again, I, I don't remember for sure whether I'm going over things that I've discussed on another tape or whether I'm re-recording or just what I'm doing. I, I hope that this thing makes sense and doesn't skip all over the world. As I recall, when I recorded this before, I talked about my mission call 
and I talked about some experiences in the mission field, but then again, I'm not positive, so I may be repeating some things that uh, are recorded elsewhere. I discussed earlier, I believe, on this tape, uh, working in Newton for Rodney Fabricius, receiving my mission call, and I've talked extensively about the mission, but again, I don't remember if it was on this tape or on another tape. So I'll talk about it again for a little while and uh, take a chance on it uh, working out uh, productively. From Salt Lake, after leaving and heading for Mexico, I remember flying to Denver and from Denver on to San Antonio, from San Antonio into Monterrey, Mexico. I recall flying through San Antonio and landing there, the humidity, which I was not accustomed to. Uh, gee, it was so hot, humid, I couldn't get over it. From there, it was uh, on to Mexicana Airlines and uh, into Monterey, Mexico, where we were met by an assistant to the president, President Green, who was a new mission president. We were his first group of new missionaries since his arrival. And one elder, Bennett, from Salt Lake met us there and drove us from the airport into the mission home. And I was excited to be there. It was a, a fun place. There were about, as I recall, 10 or 11 of us came into the mission field at the same time. Uh, the contrasts in Monterey uh, stuck out very vividly as I arrived there. You'd see automobiles at the same time uh, horse-drawn buggies, beautiful new buildings to the side of ran-down shanties. Um, I suppose those things still exist down there today. The rich and the poor seem to mingle quite well, or at least at the time did. I think there's some problems on the horizon uh, with the have-nots throughout the world, but Monterey is a beautiful city, <coughs> and the mission home there in Monterey sat up on the side of a hill, <coughs> very mountainous in the area, <coughs> would accommodate uh, a lot of people. And we were put up in the basement of the mission home, which was very adequate. And the mission president and his family lived, of course, upstairs. I imagine that house today would be worth a million dollars, but uh, a beautiful place. Maids, uh, servants, call them what you will, prepared breakfast and uh, did the laundry and took care of everything. And it was a, a neat experience to be there with the Greens in the mission home. We were there for only two or three days as assignments were being put together. I can remember being impressed by the spirituality of the entire situation. Mornings began with family prayer. Prayers were given, of course, at all the meals, and I mean, it was just neat to experience uh, the opportunity of being a missionary at that time. Food was great. Uh, we were well taken care of. President Green sat down with each of us and talked with us and interviewed us. And as I mentioned, two or three days later, the assignments were made, and away we went out into the uh, various cities within the mission. <coughs> I hoped for an assignment, again, as far away in the mission as I could get. Uh, for some reason, I, I wanted to get out, try 
get my feet on the ground and see if I can learn the language and become an effective missionary. In fact, my desire was to have a native companion so as to improve my Spanish skills, which were very much in need of improving. And my prayer, if it were a prayer, I suppose, was answered in that I was transferred or sent initially to Ciudad Monte, a city in the southeastern part of our mission. The mission field, by the way, at the time that I was there, ran from Tampico in the south, which is the state of Tamaulipas, and ran all the way up uh, to Ciudad Juarez on the U.S. western border. And the easternmost uh, part of the mission was at uh, Matamoros, up near Brownfield, Texas. So it was a huge mission. We took in the states of San Luis Potosí and Aguascalientes, Zacatecas, Tamaulipas, Coahuila, Chihuahua, uh, Nuevo León. There were five or six or seven states, as I recall, in the uh, boundary of the mission field. And Monte sat down in the southeastern part of uh, the mission. Monte was a small town, maybe 40, 50,000 people, very agricultural oriented. Uh, <coughs> everything grew down in that area. It was very productive, very green, uh, fruits and vegetables, uh, you name it, and they grew it somewhere near Ciudad Monte. The work there was most difficult. There was a small branch organized, and for a chapel we met in a little home, and within the home there was a, a room that the missionaries uh, stayed in. For our food we uh, ate out, most of the time, or ate at a member's house. And adjusting to the uh, food and water down there did take uh, a little bit of time. But there were a couple of little restaurants in, in the city that uh, we went to quite frequently. One was a little sandwich place where we would go at night and have a bottle of pop and a ham sandwich, as I remember. It was very tasty. For breakfast, there was another restaurant where huevos rancheros became a popular requested item in my book. And also, uh, on cold days, hot cereal with cinnamon sticks in it with a bolillo, a little hard roll toasted. Uh, was very tasty. Uh, the food, again, I, I enjoyed very much. Uh, refried beans and eggs for breakfast and uh, the little bolillos or the tortilla. Very, very good. And I had no problems at all getting used to the food as it was prepared for us down there. We went door-to-door -door tracking day in and day out. That was the, the thing that we did. Uh, and when I first got there, companion that I had been assigned was being transferred. He had not arrived in Monte, so uh, I worked for a couple of the other, or with a couple of other elders that were in the city until such time that Elder Red could arrive in Ciudad Monte. Elder Martinez and Elder Murphy, as I remember, were on hand in Ciudad Monte at the time. And I remember arriving by bus from Monterey, sitting by a gentleman all the way down, trying to uh, speak some Spanish with him, but not having very much luck. Uh, arriving in the city, getting a taxi cab, and of course, paying actually too much money to take me to the home where the missionaries live. I recall arriving at the uh, home there, the missionaries were out. I remember sitting on the front porch, going over and over and over and over in my mind the lessons that I had learned in Provo, thinking that, hey, I'm gonna have to give these lessons. I better keep them. I've worked hard to try and retain them. And every moment that I had, I would go over them. In fact, daily, I would go over the lessons over and over and over again. And eventually, uh, I was able to sit down and present a lesson without much difficulty. Uh, the Lord really did bless me in my efforts. And I learned, I suppose, more than any other thing that, that uh, our Father in Heaven does bless us, but He expects us to do our part. He expects us to do the work 
before the blessings began to flow. Anyway, uh, eventually Elder Rat made it to town. Elder uh, Murphy went back to the mission home to work as a an accountant type to take care of mission funds and so forth. Uh, after Elder Rat arrived on the scene, which was a, a week or two, uh, and then I had worked with Elder Martinez during that time. Elder Martinez, being a native Mexican, did not speak very much English. And he taught me a few things. Um, he was a great big missionary for a Mexican. He stood about 6'2 or 3, maybe 6'4, and weighed, uh, oh, probably 210 or 220. At the time, he was the only member of his family that had joined the church. And he had a brother who was a boxer. Boxing was quite uh, a popular sport in uh, Mexico. Anyway, his brother and he uh, spent a lot of time firing, apparently. And Elder Martinez uh, could box fairly well, and he was always punching me in the arm, it seemed like, which got to be very old. And when I went into the mission field, I was skin and bones. I think I weighed around 160 pounds. I wasn't uh, plump by any means. And his constant surrounding me uh, became very distasteful after, after a while, but I put up with it in an effort to try and keep harmony uh, in the home there, so to speak. And we and S got along fairly well. The problem he had at the time was that he, uh, he thought he was in love with one of the little member gals there in the ward or in the branch, and he spent a lot of time over at, at uh, their home or down at uh, her place of employment. He, uh, like I mentioned earlier, eventually was transferred over to Tampico, and I stayed in Monte with uh, Elder Red. The entire time that we <coughs> labored in Ciudad Monte, which was a couple of months, I remember teaching three or four lessons and maybe getting one or two people out of the church, but it was very slow moving. It was a difficult place to be. And it was kind of discouraging to not be able to uh, be very successful. <coughs> not too much later, I was transferred over to Tampico, which was the uh, largest city in the area, and it was over on the coast, Gulf of Mexico. And it was a desirable place to be. Uh, in the mission field, there were crummy places and everything.